the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, this is Rick Probst. And Dan Ratcliffe. Of Faith Talk Live. You're about to hear an amazing portion of our show on demand. You can see the entire show on Facebook Live. And find out more on our website, FaithTalkAtlanta.com. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hold on. Hold on. Here he comes, the senior to the microphone. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and it's almost Friday. Yes. Woo! Get up off of that thing. That's got to be James Brown, Throwback oh, yeah. Thursday, 19... Uh, if you're listening to AM, you know you can't hear that anyway. <laughs> 60-something, 67? I, you know, today I don't have the year, so you, you can say it and it'll be correct. You so. just don't care, do I don't. you? You I really can't don't. handle the truth. <laughs> I can't. It's true. Welcome to Thursday. Did I say my name? You did. All right. Did you say your name? I did, but Tiana hasn't said her name. And what Tiana if- Bogino. There you go. <laughs> really? You sounded Irish there. <laughs> yeah! And Tiana Bogino. With a little Indian mixed in. <laughs> Hello? Does Jack uh, know you're Irish and Indian? I told Jack I was 1%. And a Viking. But I had to Don't tell him the truth that I rounded up. You? I've seen you eat a turkey leg. You're, you've got a little Viking in you. Yes, she does. Just a wee bit. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday. I don't know why I'm like this. Uh, just blame my parents. That's the. Did you have too much coffee? Is that what it is? <laughs> it could be. Speaking of which, I love all them. the humanity. Yeah. Here we are. What is today's date? November second. Second. What yeah. year? 2016. <laughs> she had to think about it. She had to think about it. Star Bizzle this morning. Let's see, I've got to cover the Oh, look, they've already got the, the uh, Christmas thing. Christmas already, yeah. and we haven't even we have we haven't even we haven't even seen turkeys fly out of helicopters. Yeah, yet. but this is this is what happens. But also with the new cups, they aren't red because they want people to color them in. Wait a minute! Oh, really? See? Is that what the mm-hmm. thing? Is? I was looks, just over there. That looks That's red what they to told. me. Yeah, but usually the full cup is red with yeah. maybe like a white print on it. Oh, it does look a little undone. Mm-hmm. So. Is it? Not, I think it's meant for you to doodle. Is it not politically correct to have Thanksgiving in your heart? I guess not. Friend. You know, in our culture, we just skip right over Thanksgiving now. We go straight from Halloween to Christmas. Well, well I am thankful. I'm thankful Me too. that mm-hmm. are you with uh, Dana Spinola of Fabric and Christy Paris with her. And Dan and I were singing My Sharona this morning and putting yes. Dana's name in. My Spinola. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had time to put that together. We could have sung. Yeah. Well, I've got My Sharona for our next one. So we Do can you just, really? We can just we'll just sing it all in. together. We'll, Please we'll don't make scare a, them away. We'll make it a group. <laughs> <laughs> She's been with us before, okay. so she, she knows. She knows. Which I'm all a right. little surprised she came back. I because she is a, a woman of culture, and she's shaking the planet with her uh, fabric as the Women's Fashions Boutique that uh, I have are... some really cute pants from Fabric. <gasps> Do you? Yeah, they're so cute. You should have worn them. I know. I didn't realize. They're at home. Yeah, they're at home. Go run and get them, <laughs> and then because you only live like what thirty seconds from here. Uh, yes, 
26. You still live in the storage room upstairs? Yes. You can't afford anything else, I just stay here. Not on your (laughs) page. Women's Fashion Boutique with a mission to serve, uh, and uh, they are really shaking uh, the planet, helping orphans and uh, women with domestic abuse, uh, and let's see, what else? Poverty Mm -hmm. and uh, homelessness, et cetera. We'll talk to her about that. She's not in the sweet spot of her mediocre (laughs) fabric career. She is. She's shaking the planet. Let's be clear. Speaking of which. Yeah. All right. When I was younger, in my twenties, oh, and I was uh, a couple of years ago, I was the king on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, playing rock and roll, and uh, just, uh, you know, I thought I was somebody. I was doing <laughs> younger parts in scripts. Dan gives me a script this morning <laughs> that says, "Hey, can you read the old man?" <laughs> it's like a grandpa. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And then later, I'm like. Here I am reading old man scripts. What was what was the voice you used? I'm just Back wondering. In the, I used my own voice. You did? Where's my body? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I was this I had this this uh commercial that I did back in the 80s and I was a paper boy. Yeah. And it was legendary. People in that town still remember Really? Me as the paper boy in this one commercial, one spot. What was your line that they remembered Tell us. so much? Paper boy! That's it. No, really? it wasn't. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I may have even gotten an award for it. Wow. Maybe. Well, to this day, I remember a spot you did for me a few years back um, <laughs> with the turkeys. Oh, no. And you were the you were the turkey. And uh, it was it for the, the gobble t- jog from us <laughs> ministries. <laughs> and he was the sound of the turkey. So in the background, you hear, <laughs> that was Rick. It was what? awesome. What? Is that the you one were where the turkey? I said, yeah. uh, where the turkey said Kevin and the turkey that, said well, Taylor? No, that was a duck. That was the, the where they had the, the duck hunt. Kevin. Yeah. yeah, both of those. You you do great what? birds. Well, that was a few years back. I've yeah. been here now for, what, 13 long years. Yeah. Don't break any mirrors. <laughs> um, but no, this I'm doing old men commercials. Yeah. I always get the useful voices. The yeah. young ones. Yeah, you do. You got mm-hmm. that young young lady voice. I wish I could turn back the clock. Mm. Okay. Speaking well. of which, we're going to do that on Saturday night. Turn yeah. We, oh, we yeah. Go back oh, an I hour. forgot. All right. Here's another thing. All right. So we all have smartphones, right? Yes. Do you have any clocks in your house, your apartment, that you have to manually turn back? Is oh, this yeah. obsolete to say that we are falling back? No, no, I still, I still have, do you have to. You have to change your microwave in your oven oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have to. Well, if I don't, then <laughs> you're I'll an be, hour ahead. Exactly. Also, whenever my remember when the battery in my car died mm-hmm. and I had to buy a new one. Well, the clock just picked its own time, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> so it says it's like seven p.m. out there, Uh-oh. and it's very confusing. Don't wow. look at me because I still have a VHS recorder that's <laughs> blinking the time, and I don't. Yeah, know. mine is blinking, and I just don't know how to make it. Now stop. Dan probably has nothing blinking in his in his no, home because Kathy fixes it all. No, 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 no. That's me. <laughs> I'm the one who has to have the correct time on the clocks and have all the light bulbs that work. So. Did you turn the heat on yet? Has it been cold enough for heat uh, for your home? It's come on a couple times. It on. It's on auto, so it comes on by itself. We have a mutual friend that he <laughs> he he fights turning the heat. It can be like 20 below, and no. he's still fighting yeah. it. Well, he's from Michigan. He's used to it being <laughs> cold, so. No. Yeah. Anyway, that's this weekend. So, uh, all right, here's another question. Now, you're not married yet. No, I'm not. So, if you were married, well, that's just, that's just moot. So, never mind. We'll, what? we'll ask you that when you get married. Why? Uh, when you, on Saturday, uh-huh. when things, so we gain an hour, we go to, we're supposed to get an extra hour of sleep. Right. 
Does Kathy fill your honey-do list with one more thing? Do you have one more thing to do and you actually don't gain an hour of sleep at all? No. You guys sleep? Yeah, usually sleep or watch TV or, you know, do Will something. Will you call Donna and ask her not to put anything else on the list? Does she have a honey-do list for Every you? Every year when it comes time to, to catch another hour, I get excited about it. Yeah. And like, she's got time. one more thing. She's a list person. Mm. She's got lists for her lists. And that's funny. <laughs> it's the truth. Really? So, she has yes. a list for her list? She does. Wow. Yeah. We'll have to see this. She needs to talk with Dr. Jill. She really, really, Jill. really, really does. So uh, anyway, I'm hoping and praying that uh, that I can get an extra hour of, of sleep. I need it at my age. I'm doing old man voices <laughs> yeah. on scripts. Old man Rick. I'm back, Hirsch. <laughs> I should have worn my Depends today. I bet I had oh, no. really sounded old on that commercial. You would have. Here's a great story. Uh, Wisconsin. This really should say Delaware, probably. Great. A woman is accused of driving with her kids strapped to the top oh, of her vehicle. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think happens in Delaware? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Police say 28-year-old Amber, help me here, Dan. I don't want to say a curse word. Is it schmunk? It looks like schmunk, schmunk. from here. It's pretty schmunk. close to another word yeah. that we can't say schmunk. on Christian broadcasting. Okay. She put a plastic pool on the top of her minivan. When's the last time you did that, Dan? Uh, never. What? <laughs> Strapped her nine-year-old son to it. By the time cops arrived, the boy in the pool had been removed. Cops said she admitted that the child was on the top. She says that uh, he was holding the pool no. down. Oh, my God. I didn't no see a video way. on that with the morning wow. show prep. Did you? No. I would have loved to see that. No way. Have you ever strapped anything to your minivan? No. Or anyone? I don't have a minivan. Wow. But I wouldn't. That is insane. Yeah, that's she just She just thought that was okay. Apparently. So, all right. You here, know, I need something to hold us down. Here, son, you sit right here. Well, I used to live down. on the south side in Coweta County. We saw that all the time. People with their kids no. on the t- holding rocking chairs down Nuh-uh. and furniture oh, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> At the Walmarts. <laughs> At the Walmarts. Oh, no. Right there, right next to the Coke machine is a bait machine. Does that, that tells uh, you Well, that tells you everything you need to know. There. Yeah. Speaking of Dr. Jill, didn't you mention Dr. Jill before the monster I did. Hunt? What was it about that you need counseling? No. That's a she added Jill, me as a friend on Facebook. JillSweetmanCounseling.com. She's got a great blog. She just released it. I read it. It's about divorce mm-hmm. and starting over and how tough it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at her age, she's my age. Actually, she's a little younger, but it's just a tough go. Yeah. She's remarried mm-hmm. and looking for, uh, you know, an amazing, bright future. But uh, still, it's just a wrestling match when you have grown kids, you've been divorced, and there's challenges there. She's awesome. She's back on in a few weeks. She was supposed oh, to be here is? Wednesday, uh, but something happened, so she will be back on in a few weeks. Dr. Oh, Ozzy. That's what I'm going to call Dr. her. Dr. Ozzy. Until she tells me to stop. She's hopefully so she'll bring cool. her, the, the boomerang with her. Hopefully she'll bring <gasps> That'd that. That'd be awesome. Do you think that she'll take us on a trip to Australia and we can visit with awesome. her family? Oh, oh sure. Okay. Yes, she's <laughs> absolutely. I would love that. I'm sure she will. Great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, at least just me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, it's scheduled. Let's Boy, go. is Jack in for it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This weekend, you're going to go see Jack? Yeah. Yeah, and what are you going to do? We're going to the Clemson-NC State game yeah, who on you, Saturday. Who are you rooting for? Clemson, Clemson probably, right? Yeah. Jack yeah. is a huge Clemson fan. How huge is he? Like, Did he graduate huge. from Clemson? No, he didn't. Mm-mm. Why is he so such a... I don't, his aunt is a big Clemson fan, and he's just been going to games his whole life. Is she playing? She will not be playing this year. <laughs> no, not this season. She's on the sideline. Yeah. This time. Yeah. 
cheering them on. Well, have a good time. <laughs> Thank please, you. Please come back so we can uh, rustle the listeners. I'll be with here you tomorrow. On, oh, will you? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's do this. Let's take a break and talk to the folks at Fabric. Dana and uh, Christy, mm-hmm. right? We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. There we go. With your daily dose of radio antivirus protection, it's Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it, love it, love it. This is a Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. You all right? <laughs> Almost said Tuesday. I don't know what's going on. Oh, don't take us back in the week. Of course, no. I'm a senior and I'm reading senior parts and mm-hmm. scripts these days. So, yes, you, uh, you know, I had a little uh, little uh, senior moment there. <laughs> anyway, uh, great uh, Thursday, Throwback Thursday. And we were going to change the name of My Sharona. Did you hear us talking about this? As we were going to call it, what? My Spinola. My Spinola. Right? Yeah, just for you. Oh, we're going to we make your own get, song. We so. didn't get time. We just thought about it this morning. So yeah. Next time you're on. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> I think we can figure we can that out. We can re-record it. Spinola. <laughs> that was the knack, by the way. Yeah. Throwback Thursday. 79 was the year, I yeah. believe. My 79 Sharona. or 80. Somewhere right around in there. Yeah, yeah. Huge band. They thought they were going to be the next Beatles. And they were. And, yeah. Anyway. Uh, welcome to Thursday. Dana Spinola from Fabric and uh, your friend Christy. Yes, right? Christy thanks, Harris. Yes. Thanks for bringing her with you. Did You didn't warn her, did you? You didn't oh tell God. her how we were. You can't. What I would can't. Happen? She wouldn't have come. <laughs> Frankly, like, what are you doing? Well. <laughs> Frankly, I'm a little surprised yeah. you came back. Now, we had a chance to hang with you at uh, Catalyst. It was amazing. Oh, you what a came, great day. You came mm-hmm. in the bunker with us. Yeah. And we love C-Spark Go. They get all kinds of great guests. You came in, and we had a great interview, and I thought, we'd love to have you back. Yeah. And then when you said you would come back, I, th- I told Dan, I said, she Miracle. must be on drugs or something. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> she was on drugs that day. Doesn't remember how it all went. Yeah. Awesome. And, and I have to say, you guys look fabulous. And, and I'm feeling fabulous. really underdressed here because I'm just wearing a regular T-shirt. Well, that's a new jeans, Coca-Cola. So. Whoops. Shit. Uh, well, I, I well, said it yeah, anyway. Oh, well, yeah, that's you know. a new Coca-Cola T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it is. There you go. Red is very trendy right now. Is it? Really? Oh, okay. well, thank, you, thank, thank you. Thank you for uh, <laughs> encouraging him. Yes. By the way, you can see these two young ladies here on Facebook Live. You can also listen and stream us as well, faithtalkatlanta.com. Let's talk a little bit about Catalyst, and we'll get right on into uh, what you're doing, okay? Sure. What did you take away from Catalyst? You know, I feel like what I take away every year is just be bold, um, get out there. Like, I get back to my company. I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I mean, I was talking that day about Christine Kane and mm-hmm. just the idea of just don't stick around in momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to continue to create new action and circle around and and do it again. So keeping things alive in my company and with your mission and everything you're up to. Yeah. Now, you're a live wire, period. Okay, Absolutely. You come into a room, you explode. You light, up, you, know, you light up the planet. How do you take your crew, and I know they're like-minded, how do you take your crew and say, I got it, here we go, boom, it should be done? Yeah. How do you walk it out? What's the process for you? Is that what do you do you struggle with that at all? Well, I struggle with it because I am on fire. So, you know, I'm like, I peer my head into their office and they're like, oh, no, oh, no. here she is. <laughs> like, what are you doing? They're like, work. What are we going to have? And I'm like, I've got an idea. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, yeah, that's I mean, living in my office and in my life. I mean, it's the same way with my husband and all of my friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Guess what we're going to do now? It's never small <laughs> and it's always big. But that's why I have a team. They yes. kind of bring me back down to earth and yeah. they tell me what we can actually it's, it's execute a, it's on. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's sure. a blessing and it can be a curse, but you've done it uh, very, very well as you continue to grow fabric. We want to talk about that, how you're helping 
people around uh, the planet. Introduce uh, Christy here. I'd love to. So, yeah, I'm like, Christy, you're coming with me. And, you know, this this is she does our Asher line. So we have a clothing line and she can tell you a little bit about it. But she's really been the heart. You know, you talk about leaning your head in. She years ago said, hey, I'd love to have coffee. It's like, okay, sure. She comes with a full business plan of this clothing line that we're going to do that it's going to really matter to our company. So she's pretty unbelievable. She's obviously a little less. She won't yell as much as I do and and be on fire, but um, she's a powerhouse. And so I just wanted the world to kind of hear what she's up to. So she was already a part of your team and she had an idea. What drew you to fabric? Christy, what was it about fabric? Obviously, the mission is huge and the effectiveness. You can have a great vision, great mission, but if you're actually not doing it, it's just it's not worth anything. But what was the attraction here? Well, so I was living in New York City at the time and I was um, planning to come back to Atlanta Mm -hmm. and just was curious as to like what my options were um, as far as the fashion industry in Atlanta, because who leaves New York City to come to Atlanta when you're in the fashion? industry? Right. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I just started doing research on the city and fabric um, stood out, just the high fashion, and they were on the scene at the time and now. So um, it was a great fit. I came, interviewed, and have been here since. No pun intended. Did you hear that? It was a great fit. Uh, no, I didn't, didn't you catch that. that. Yes. Are you wow. stealing my material? That's something that <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. That was a, a good one. It's good to have uh, Dana Spinola and uh, Christy. I didn't get your last name, Christy. What is it? Robinson. Robinson. Oh, my goodness. She just got married. Oh, you did? Oh, congratulations. Paris. Right before the like show? 20 minutes ago. Wow. Three weeks ago. Man, you were quick. You shouldn't be here. How long ago did you get married? Three weeks ago. Did she go to Paris for real? I wish. Oh, okay. No, that's her maiden name. That's my maiden oh, name, okay. yes. Oh, okay. All right. You can't give that up. I mean, you have to, but it's, it's such a cool one. I know. Let's talk a little bit about Fabric. For those that don't know, did not hear the, the prior interview, what's Fabric all about and how did you come up with this idea? Sure. So, I mean, at its core, it's a women's clothing store. And, you know, that was what it, it started to be is just the place where women can go to feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. And what we learned very quickly was this mission expanding into high style with heart um, was everything to me. Um, clothing and fashion, there's it could be vain, I mean, to be frank with you. And I wanted to make sure not only the women that we were serving our customers, but our women in our company understood that we want to do something bigger with this, this company. So we started to figure out how we could help our communities and our world through our different organizations. Well, I know that uh, Tiana, who usually spends the first segment with us, I didn't realize that she had worn. She has a pair mm-hmm. of fabric pants, or they are slacks, whatever they're called. Right. What do they call those things these days? <laughs> Pantaloons. And she was so excited. <laughs> she was so excited that that you were coming in. She wanted to tell you about that. So, how does that make you feel when you hear just so much positive stuff with the line? Because it is very nice, very yeah. attractive. But it's for a good purpose. So how does that make you feel? I mean, it's like all of your worlds colliding, really. You know, the idea that when Christy and I sit down and, and create the Asher line, we want it to fill that high style. We want that that girl to say, I mean, I can't go to a coffee shop without, oh, do you remember this shirt? And telling a story of where they wore it. And I was, got, it's the day I got engaged, I wore that shirt. Mm-hmm. I love that fashion piece. That's what a lot of women just, it's a men's sports team. And that's what we talk about. But then they're like, but I heard this goes to... Uh, orphan babies in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it just kind of pulls it all together. It gives me chills. Like that, to be able to bring those two loves together, it's pretty powerful. Hmm. Wow. I love that. Fabric is uh, is what we're talking about, Dana and Christy, here. 
So when you decide for the, the, the new lines that you design, you bring your team together, where do you get your ideas? Do you see other folks? Uh, you see some things and you say, well, I think I'd change this. I'd add this. Is that what you do? Yeah, well, we have the beauty of having, you know, 40 plus stores and really awesome, amazing customers who are, again, approaching us everywhere we go to say, I love this. I love this. So yeah. we take the best of the best. We pull in our favorite collections. We go to a lot of our closets and we bring our favorite things and we sit there and think about our quintessential customer. Ah, okay. You know, who is that girl and what did she love yeah. and what will she love? And then, you know, Christy, you know, she can kind of tell you flies into LA and, and really just does the, the engine behind it all. Because hmm. you want it to be attractive. You want it to be for the person to wear it. Uh, and, I mean, it is a great cause what you're doing. And there are other lines that are doing stuff that's just not quite there. It's just not, uh, here's an old guy's term. It's just not cool. There you it's go. just not hip. <laughs> yeah. It's not far out and it's not funky. But you've managed to get together and, and brainstorm. Uh, is parachute pants coming back? I'm really praying. Oh, that, absolutely. Right, They've good. been back yes. a couple times. I didn't get them the first what? time. Maybe yes. I can get them this time. <laughs> we can hook you up. We'll get, we'll, Sweet. Christy, next, we've got a spring collection coming out soon. All right. <laughs> How will, uh, as you look at the past year, you look at your uh, just amazing line and what you guys have done, when you look to 2018, not only fashion-wise, but also mission and vision-wise, have you tweaked it any, or are you still fulfilling what 2017 has, or what are you doing there? Great question. We were just talking about that on the way here. Um, like I said, you know, I'm on fire and Christy's like, what are we going to actually do? So we were having that conversation. (laughs) I'm like 16,000 babies. And she's like, okay, well, what about tomorrow? Um, (laughs) but the good news is for us, we, the momentum, what happened this year when we launched, you know, the one to kind of one-to-one relationship with each store is matched with a baby. Okay. People fell in love oh, with that wow. so much. That so is they so cool. they know who their baby is. They know his name's Lincoln. They know what health concerns he has and they know where he is. And so you can write him a letter and you can connect with him. So next year, this was so beautiful that next year we're we're looking at what other you know, how do we go wider with this? Right. Love that. Let's talk more about the Asher line, how you're helping orphan orphans, how you're helping ladies, and I love the the baby with the store. That's amazing. Love it. We're talking fabric with uh, Dana and Christy. We will be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Right here from the palatial 7th Floor Studios in Buckhead. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. You know, even Faith if I'm Talk feeling... Oh, never mind. Sorry about that, Dave. Never talk over Dave Spiker. <laughs> Gosh, I can't believe it. Do I need to go to my room now, do, stand yeah. in the corner? <laughs> See, I was so hyped up about this song that yeah. I just didn't care about the bumper. I wanted to talk all over it. So. Who doesn't love Rick Astley? Ah, you know, if I'm depressed and down and thinking about when my kids were in middle school and I listen to this <laughs> song, it raises me up. Yeah. Never going to give you up. Dana Spinola here with Fabric and Chrissy Robinson, right? Yeah. Uh, recently married. Sorry to depress you about middle school kids. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's what old people do. <laughs> Dana's getting ready to have Christy middle school. Christy, Dana was on fire, and now she just. <laughs> There's no fire here. I was just told that middle school, who I have four kids going into, or it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Never going back on that show again. <laughs> I knew I should have prayed about it. Talking about Fabric and all the things that uh, these guys are doing. Let's talk about that in a second. 
Philip DeCourcy, they've given us to the 6th of November mm-hmm. to give these USBs uh, away and uh, the book, or books, actually. Matters it? of Life and Death. Yeah. It was a sermon series that he did, and uh, you can get the whole sermon series on a, uh, a USB drive. Just go to faithtalkatlanta.com and sign up, but do it quickly. Yeah, and it is uh, it is free. So uh, Christy Robinson, Dana Spinola, and next time she comes back, if she comes back, we're going to have My Sharona with her name in it. My Spinola. <laughs> My Spinola. Yeah. It's going to be really, really huge. <laughs> Speaking of huge, uh, I would imagine that as you share this vision with folks, that they light up as well. Because not only is it cool and fashionable to wear your clothes, but the bottom line is it's a great cause. You've been there where the orphans are. You've seen it. This is not just shtick or brand or this is not just hey, this is uh, just, it sounds good. You've actually been there or going there and you see with your own eyes what's going on here and the need. Right. Explain a little bit about that. Uh, Bring Asher in and how that's helping the kids with the stores, et cetera. You know, one of the things that I probably made a mistake about doing is we've been doing this. We've been going to the orphanages and we've been, uh, you know, spending time with babies and not really telling anyone about it because I wanted the the line and the the company to stand on its own from a fashion perspective. I wanted people to buy the item because they loved it from a fashion perspective, not yeah. a not a charity perspective mm. or a oh well this is serving. But now our customers are learning and we're sharing this story and they're you know, not only love the line on its own merit, but have loved that. So yeah, Christy and I this morning we're are trying to plan our, our next mission trip out to the orphanage and you know when you when you're spending time with the baby that's you're supporting and you know his name's Lincoln and you know about you know his story how he was abandoned and you're holding him in your arms it it does change a lot of things and we were saying we kind of forget that a lot of our stores haven't got to meet their baby yet so mm. we're trying to to bring them with us next time because it changes everything when you're seeing their sweet little sweet little faces and um you know spending time with them Talk about the need now. Let's see, was it last year? I have the figures here somewhere. You can help me since you since you know it. How many uh, kids you guys helped last year? What, what's the situation? You're going to see the kids. They're orphans. Why? What's, what's, yeah. what's the deal? I mean, to be honest, the situation isn't great. The situation is that there's babies that are left in pit latrines and that are left inside of the roads. My daughter was one of them. You mm. know, they're they're wrapped up in blankets to not be found. And the people on the ground with Project 82 there are spending their nights in Jeeps driving through trying to find these babies. Mm. So that's the situation. But, you know, the hope and what's so wonderful about it is we're sending funding. We are praying for them here. We are going to be with them. And we're we're standing in that gap between abandon and adoption so that they know someone was someone was there in that time and that's what we're doing so th- we have 30 38 babies right christy mm-hmm. mm. and then this year um talk a little bit to how many that we've adopted out yes so 22 we started in the beginning of the, of the year with 43 and 22 of them mm. have been adopted out wow. now. so they're that's forever great. families mm. um which is something to be so thankful for um but just because they're adopted doesn't necessarily mean that they graduate from our program um, a lot of those families still need that financial support so it's something that they don't have to worry about they can focus on raising their children Um, so we do still fund them once they're in the home if needed now what gave you the passion for helping kids in in africa originally well it was it was actually started in haiti right after the earthquake my husband and i went out there and um, we were staying in an orphanage it was obviously despair during that time and when you fall asleep 
to hearing those cries. It, mm. For us, it was just someday we will make sure that we affect this this piece. So, um, you know, the idea of an orphanage is something that business plan that I've been working on for quite a while. And this was just the first step with adopting Asher. Um, we started in Haiti. The adoption rules are extremely complicated. We mm-hmm. weren't married long enough to to go to go to Haiti, so we were kind of moved to Africa, and finally we ended in Ethiopia. But we've been going to Kenya on mission trips and just fell in love with the people. You never really know where your heart's going to land. Mm-hmm. And I get that question a lot, like, why didn't you adopt from America? And why didn't you? Mm-hmm. I, we don't know. We just know that that's where we were, and we just went towards that calling. So. Mm-hmm. When you say adopted, now you're you're actually physically taking a, a child and putting them. In, they're being put in another place. How's that work? Right. So with the Asher babies, yes. so the the organization Project Eighty Two mm-hmm. is adopting them. And what's so special about this organization is they adopt them. They try to find them families in Kenya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just trying to restore that culture because most of the time these babies are adopted not because they are not loved. Because there's no financial, there's no food, yes, there's right. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I think we love so much is we've been there on adoption day and one of the babies, you know, was reunited with an aunt. And it's just the most incredible feeling when you're like, they're going to have a family. And that's our goal is to have these forever families. Are they all babies? Are there some that are children? Are they all? They're mostly under two in the in this home. They have a baby home and a toddler home. Okay. So we do have a couple of outliers who are a little bit older, but for the majority, they are babies. Tell us, a few, tell us a few stories about what you have, have seen. You said you saw actually saw an adoption. What do you hear from folks that have adopted families? Do you get to hear from them and their responses? Uh, how has it changed their world? Yeah, so, I mean, it's redemption, really. You know, uh, what happens a lot of times in these stories is a grandmother will, will step up and say, you know, I'm going to come and adopt this baby, but you, I need some funding. That's the reason that families hadn't stepped up. So it's not always the mom that comes back to the child. Or there's there was a family there that came to visit a baby, fell in love with her, and then saw another baby and fell in love with him and took both of them. They couldn't have kids. <laughs> wow. And it was so beautiful. So now they're brother and sister, and this family couldn't have kids, and they were just elated. So, I mean, it it, it heals Moms and dads, potential moms and dads, too. Hmm. So you're talking about a line. You're talking about the Asher line. How'd you come up with the name Asher? It's a child's name. Yes. Right? I mean, it was it was my it's my adopt. It's my daughter's name. Yeah. So, you know, it's obviously in honor of her and her story. Right. Of just this strong little girl that is not going to let, you know, kind of the what happens in the beginning of your life define how it's going to to be forever. How old is she now? She's four. She's four years old. Does she... She's ha- not in middle school yet. Thank God. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that story about how tough it's going to be. <laughs> four years old. You've had her for how long now? Three Remind years. Three she was years right around now. one. Wow. So one... Oh, I was going to say one o'clock. At one, uh, you know a little bit about what, what's going on in your world. How has her world changed from where she was to where she is now. And yeah. does she remember anything at all? She seems to. I mean, I don't know what she remember at one, but in the morning we have some pictures of the day we adopted her in her bedroom. And so many mornings she'll wake up and say, well, you know, can I call my friends in Africa? You know, t- tell everyone we said hi. Every time I go on a mission trip, she's like, tell everyone I said hi. And oh. I remember when you came and got me. And I don't know what part's a story and what's not, but we've been telling her her story for yeah. quite a while. And yeah. the boys know that, you know, they weren't adopted. So it's this conversation that's so beautiful. And we have it a lot at 
Target. You know, people come up and they're like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, we've she got dark excited. skin. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, let me tell you. I didn't come up from her tummy, but she loved me and she came and got me. So Aww. it's always a conversation. And the boys are, you know, we've had the other side of the conversation, too, of, you know, why don't you take care of your own? And why did this happen? And so my boys now, it's just so beautiful. Watch my 10 year old. The other day he turns around. He's like, someone said, take care of your own. And he said, we are. And just stared us oh, straight in. It was beautiful. It was him. such that is, one of those moments. That is so awesome. Dana and Christy here talking about uh, fabric. So ha- with, with having your boys, right, and bringing your girl in, are they, like, doting over her? And uh, they, she Doting. Big... I mean, we had to tell them, like, they'll walk in to a place and they'll say, no one's messing with her. And we're like, guys, it's school. Like, no one's going to mess with her. They're just like, what, what is this army about? Yeah. So, yes, surely are. And they, they have a huge heart for this now. I mean, they checked the mailbox for four years. This mm. process took four years. So wow. they were very much into the process of, you know, we're, we're going to be getting a sister that doesn't have a mom and we get to be the family. That is. Uh, just wait till she has boyfriends come to the house. I and can't. Then, okay. I, can't. Oh, I went yeah. to middle school. You went there. <laughs> Guys, this is terrible. Thank you like, very I, much. You're supposed to uplift me in some way. Christy, promise you'll come back because uh, we've not offended you yet. So, uh, anyway, we're talking about fabric. So folks that go to the store. They can go to the physical store. Can they go online and do the same? The money sure. goes with Asher sure. and all that. Explain that. That's what's beautiful about the line. It's it's built to, into the line. You know, one of the things that we learned about serving and giving is we want to make it as easy as possible for everybody. So, you know, logistically, you you buy that shirt because you love it. This is one Christy has on today, and she designed it. And it part of that is automatically goes towards these babies. So mm-hmm. there's not any forms or anything you have to do after the fact, but just know that the line, the proceeds are going to that baby. Yeah. And the website that the folks can go to, what is it? It's Fabric Style. And it's uh, spelled? Dot com. It's spelled F-A-B-R-I-K. Style. Phone- phonetically. Just, Phonetic. think, just think phonetically <laughs> how you would spell it. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. And we're in the final segment of the show. We're going to talk more about Fabric and uh, what these girls and their team is doing around the globe. You can be a part of it. Uh, you heard it. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Like a happy bell in a foghorn world. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. It's almost Friday. Hang in there. <laughs> Here he it's is. It's coming. <laughs> See, you made all that middle school stuff. But you made it better now because yeah, you're, you're talking tomorrow's about Friday. Friday. <laughs> Don't forget to turn your clocks uh, back. Uh, your smartphones obviously will do it themselves. Right. But I just remembered I have a stove. That I have to turn the clock. It's not a smart stove. When am I going to get a smart stove? (laughs) Right? Wouldn't that be nice? It'll make dinner for you. Somebody needs to come up with that. What's the little, the the thing you can talk to uh, in your house and it turns your radio on? It depends on which one. There's Alexa, there's there's Siri, there's Can't they turn on your appliances too? I guess they have to be in sync, right? Yeah. yeah, Someday, Alice. Mm -hmm. Someday. (laughs) Welcome to Throwback Thursday. John Cougar, Mellencamp, actually uh, scratched the Cougar. It was just Cougar. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that song. It was uh, back in the 80s. Yeah, there you go. 1984? 82? Uh, 82, I believe. Something like that. Anyway, it's good to have uh, Dana Spinola uh, and uh, Christy Robinson from uh, Fabric. And uh, tomorrow's show is going to be great. Andrea Shelton is back, with or without her duck. Tell her to bring the duck. She needs to bring the duck. And she has farm animals here, and we want her to bring her duck. And she's got a really unique name for this duck. The duck's name is... Ducky. Ducky. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Heartbound Ministries. They ma- they minister to prisons all over, and yeah. they've got curriculum, and things are really rocking there. 
So she'll be uh, our guest again. I think she's bringing some folks. And hopefully the duck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I love duck. You didn't ask me to bring my chickens. You have chickens? You have chickens? Yeah, oh, you should have brought you the chickens. I know. Oh, they Next run time here. I'll bring, and their yeah. name's Chicky. Just kidding. <laughs> We've got to have an agriculture part of our show, yes. I think, to yes, meet, meet the federal standard here. We're talking about fabric and all the things you guys are doing. Dan really had a great question. You want to kick it off with that? Oh, and yeah. we can talk about how fabric is different. Um, so, so fabric was around before you went to Haiti, which is where you first got the idea. So, um, did you ever think before that time, you know, with fabric, I can do more than just be a, a clothing store. I can, I can really help people with that. Did that ever pop into your yeah, mind? Yeah, You know, I wish I could answer this question differently because the reality is I opened a clothing store because I was a girl that just selfishly would dreamed of having a clothing store. Mm-hmm. So I think I couldn't even think past that because I was just wondering if that was going to work. Right. So I think once that started, the, the whole vibe of, I would love to open a store and we need another fabric. And I felt that um, momentum. Then it was, it was pretty easy to say what's next. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was in a, in a bus in Africa where I was journaling and I, my mission statement, it became so clear I needed to change. My mission statement was high style, um, no attitude or sticker shock. Um, that was the first one. And then I came home from that trip and changed it to high style with heart. I knew mm. heart needed to be in wow. there. Mm-hmm. And I need, I knew it needed to be at that level that I would change the mission statement pretty clearly. But it probably helped, though, to, to, to start it without the having that mission part because you were focused on making a great product yeah, yeah. rather than mm-hmm. than than trying to guilt people, I guess, into, into helping out. So exactly. It's so well said because I wanted it to stand as a clothing store. That Mm -hmm. meant so much to me Mm -hmm. and to watch, you know, the, the cities and the people fall in love with fabric. And then this piece has kind of been, you know, a little bit quiet. Um, Mm -hmm. We, we brought in a CMO that's like, why don't we talk about this? And really, Christy and I, we were just like, because we're doing it. We don't, we didn't really know how to stop and talk about it. And what I learned about talking about it, to me, it was, it was almost like bragging, like, listen, what a great company this was. Right. And what I learned is you stop and you tell someone what that shirt means to us and that we believe clothing can change lives. Mm-hmm. It changes the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And most people that are close to us in Atlanta will say, I had no idea. Mm. Um, and so now we're, we're kind of sharing that piece and what we were talking about with free fabric, I mean, we have our customers donate so much clothing and we're kind of like, what are we going to do with all of this extra clothing? And, and realized that we were going to start a nonprofit called Free Fabric yeah. to have free sprees for women in need. Now talk about the women in need. It's women that have been in uh, domestic abuse, uh, poverty. Yes. And, and, and escaping sex, sex trafficking. trafficking. Sex trafficking. Yeah. Sex trafficking. I think that's probably the one that's that's closest to our heart. We go into safe houses and these women have really escaped a really tough scenario in the last, you know, 24 to 48 hours with nothing but the clothing on mm-hmm, their back, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we we get volunteers and our volunteer, that's what's so beautiful about our city and so many cities. That list fills up the minute we send out 100 volunteer wow. spots. It's done and there's waiting lists. They want to come. They want to spend time with these women and remind them that, you know, hope and dignity and all those beautiful things are there. We use clothing as the catalyst. We're shopping with them. We match one person to one person and we share stories. And at the end, we have a fashion show and the confidence on that runway. Um, But it's a special time and it's a very intimate time. And that's what we wanted for free fabric. We know that you can get clothing and put it in bins of churches all around the world. But we wanted to, like we're doing with Asher, know that baby and, and know that person and hear their story and, 
It's incredible to see the transformation from when you go into a spree and how closed down the women are and how they don't want to share their story or anything about them. And then, you know, they shop, they they bond with you. You have like we do a devotion with them and Mm. um, just spend some time pouring into them. And then we do a fashion show at the end and just to see them light up and just strut down the runway. It's like completely different. How does God rock your personal world with that? Uh, That's a softball because he would. Right. Mm -hmm. And he has and he is. But how how does he when you go into those those places those are the hard places mm-hmm, those absolutely. are the, the the dirty places absolutely um first i think it makes you thankful for what you have and um it just pulls on your heartstrings to to walk in these women's shoes and just to hear their stories is just terrifying and heartbreaking and mm-hmm. you just want to pray with them and offer them, you know, hold their hand and say, we'll get through this together. And we're just, you know, we love you. We're here. We're going to, we're going to see you through this. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. How do they light up? How do they, how does that well, change? I'll their... tell you just what you were just saying about that question. One thing I remembered, I brought a friend to one of these sprees and you know, your, your match kind of randomly with someone, she was matched with a girl that she went to high school with. Oh, wow. And to to see where one person is and where another person was, it's just that that sliding doors concept. It just reminded you that life can take you in any direction. This isn't just someone's really bad luck. So that we're all we're all women and we're all just trying to put bond together. So it was it was God rocking my world. Of this could happen anywhere to anyone. Um, you know, they went to the same school in a great neighborhood and all of those mm. kind of things. Life is you know, that way. So to make sure you're caring for everybody. Dana Spinola, Chris Robinson here uh, from uh, Fabric. Uh, gosh, we got to have you back. There's just more to talk about. Thank you, too, for being raw in your story that in the beginning it was all about fabric mm-hmm. and fashion. And, Dana and I Spinola. thought that was well said <laughs> with Dan uh, that it's important. You created a line that is wow. Right. right. And so you're reaching the planet. Uh, in uh, 70 years, when you turn 50 and you retire. <laughs> and my kids are out of middle school. Right, yes, and you've made it through you're, middle school. You're sitting on the porch drinking lattes. You'll look back at fabric. What will be a win for you for fabric? That it inspired young women to follow their dreams, whether it's a little girl in Africa, whether it's a woman escaping sex trafficking, whether it's our corporate team or our stores or our customers that they felt some inspiration that I need to figure out what my dream is and my passion and I need to go do it. And it's not impossible to do. So hopefully that effect ripples through all of the women that we touch. Right. Right now you have, do you have something? Did you want to? No, I I was just going to ask, looking back, if you could talk to young Dana before, before you went to Haiti or even before you had (laughs) kids and everything and you could tell her one thing, what would that have been? Just open your eyes up. Remember, I wasn't a believer. Like I didn't know about God Mm -hmm. then. Uh, You know, my parents were kind of Buddhist hippies. And Mm -hmm. so I just, I knew to be good to people, but I didn't really know it wasn't about me. Right. So when I learned it wasn't about me, I mean, I wish again, life happens how it is, but I'm 35 until I figure this thing isn't about me building my empire. So right. I wish I could have, what would I have accomplished if I got that message a little bit sooner? Mm. But 
you know, life is how it is, and I think this is my path. Yeah, awesome. What an amazing, uh, what amazing thing you guys are doing. Fabric again. What's the website they can go to? Fabric Style, and that's F A B R I K Style dot com. Check out the stores. To find out about Asher, the uh, the the free that was a free fabric that's going on. Just everything there. And uh, be uh, be a part. Do you of have it. any men's clothes? I mean, you have something for <laughs> no, us? No, we used oh. to. Y'all don't shop enough. No, so we, don't. we You're replaced right. it with shoes. Okay, and it does wonderful. <laughs> <Girl's> <laughs> shoes, <laughs> women's shoes. Yeah. That's what women need. More shoes. More shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I should tell you about the time I used to have a closet till my wife's shoes moved in. So uh, anyway, I'm sharing my uh, closet with the boys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you. there's so much friction going on there. <laughs> we got to have you guys back. We appreciate what you're doing. Who you are. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tomorrow's going to be a great. Great show with Andrea Shelton and Heartbound Ministries. Her and hopefully Ducky will be here. Have a great Thursday, a throwback Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See ya. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.